welcome to Wholesome Health for You podcast, where I'm bringing holistic health and traditional living to anyone that's listening. I'm Julia Dolgorova, your host, and this is episode 34. Welcome to anyone that's new here, and welcome back to you guys who have listened before. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you've had a good past week. So, I said that I would start uploading every Thursday instead of every Monday. And honestly, this week I completely forgot that I changed the schedule and I was like preparing to record, like to be ready for Monday. And then I realized that I don't upload on Mondays anymore. So, excuse the little mistake that I made there. But um, before I get into like the actual thing we're going to be talking about today, I thought I would just tell you guys about my past week and, you know, different things that have been going on. So, in terms of school, um, not much has been going on because we're getting closer to the end of the year and prom is coming up and this past weekend was junior prom. So, all the juniors were, like, preparing for that and everyone's getting spray tans and honestly I think it just looks so weird everyone is so orange I don't understand how people like don't see that they're orange but anyways to each their own um yeah uh I haven't been having many like tests at all or anything because we're just like preparing for the end of the year um there's gonna be keystones but I took keystones I think three years ago so I don't have to take them anymore so that's pretty nice and we have two hour delays because of that Um, In my ceramics class, um, I'm making a little, like, statue thing for my mom. It's called a pagoda. It's like a Chinese-Japanese-inspired building type of thing with, like, the roofs that are, that have, like, the points of them are, like, arched upwards. So I'm making my mom one of those so that we could put it in the garden. And, um... And then in my other classes, oh, in forensics, we were um, doing footprint impressions, and that was really fun because we got to cast our footprints. So you, like, step into sand, and then into that impression that your shoe leaves, we put um, kind of like a molding type of thing that, like, it's liquid, but then it sets to be very hard, kind of like a cement um, type of texture, and then you get to, like, see your footprint, and then... In my global relations class, we were working on a core assessment, which is like like a big project kind of, but it was so boring. The research, I hate researching. I'm really just, I'm not good at researching for history. Like I just can't stay focused because history just like doesn't, it doesn't like go into my brain well. I don't know why. I love researching about like gaps and like nutrition and stuff and herbalism and I could like spend hours researching about that. But when it comes to like history and like social studies, I'm not good at it. So that has kind of been a pain, but thankfully we're done with that. Um at work, um at Barefoot Botanicals or Blue Stem Botanicals where um starting to work out in the field a lot more so I've been like pulling weeds and like preparing the field for planting and tilling and stuff and I learned how to use the different attachments on the John Deere tractor so that has been fun um yeah that's basically what's going on there at um 
my internship with GAPS and the GAPS Youth Movement, it's been going very, very amazing. And we're progressing with the GAPS Youth Movement, and I'm so excited to share with you guys all the wonderful things that happen. So yeah, that's kind of all that's been going on. I thought for this week, um, I'll talk about um, clearing your space and creating routines in, in your life. Okay, now let's get into the actual info for this week's episode. Do you ever walk into your room and feel like you can't progress with your day because everything is just like a mess? Or maybe you left dirty dishes in the sink and you're starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed. Or you left your house and you forgot to throw your clothes in the dryer and now that's just been on your mind the whole day. When we have to constantly remind ourselves that these things need to be done, we begin to worry, especially if we already have a million thoughts firing away in our brains. Things that, th- things that seem simple, like making your bed or putting away your laundry, can drastically impact your day, especially when these are things you constantly see around your house. I often think of a million different things that I need to do, like submitting my homework assignment or cleaning my junk drawer or changing my sheets or anything that I need to do in my house. And in my family, we like to call these things elephants because they sit in your brain, they take up a lot of space, but they are tasks that are pretty simple and quick to do. And that's when the pit list comes in handy. I learned about the pit list from Shay Elliott and Angela Reed from Homemaker Chic Podcast. I love Homemaker Chic Podcast so much, but the pit list can be created by anyone. It's just a list of the things you can do that sit in your brain, but when you finally have the time to do them, you can't think of what you wanted to do because you can't remember. And this happens to me literally all the time. So create a pit list of your own. And anytime you think of that little thing you just cannot forget to do, but you don't have the time to at this moment, write it down on your list. I can't express enough how much this can help with your anxiety, and I'm speaking from personal experience. First off, it clears your mind of the repetitive thoughts of these tasks because now they're documented on paper. You don't have to rack your brain when you forget what you wanted to do when you get home. So make a pit list. Making a pit list clears your brain, but physically clearing your space is just as important. As I said earlier, making your bed takes about a minute or two, but the feeling you get when you walk into your room after school or work and you see that your bed is nicely made, it's worth that small amount of time by a million. Doing little things like this will eventually turn into a habit and it will habitually make you feel better. It'll decrease your anxiety and every time you walk into your room, you see your bed made. So it makes you happy. Similarly, don't let your dirty socks just sit there and ferment on your floor. Put them in your laundry basket. It may seem like it's not that big of a deal, or you may even convince yourself that you don't care or you don't see them, but trust me when I say the smallest things can trigger our brains, and clutter can make us anxious on its own, or it can make anxiety that already exists even worse. So clear your space. Giving yourself the permission to indulge in self-care without guilt should be a daily routine for us all. First, let me give you a rundown of my nighttime routine as an example. So at around like 8 p.m. is when I begin winding down for the night. I try to finish or find a place to stop in whatever I've been working on, like my homework or podcasting or writing blog posts. I find it very important to stop yourself at certain times because you may be like me and just go on and on and work, but not notice how much time has gone by. So by 8 p.m., I like to tie my work up. Then I'll go downstairs and I'll drink a tall glass of water and then I take a shower 
and put on my cozy pajamas. Usually on the weekend, me and my dad will sometimes watch a movie, but on the weekdays, I'll go to my mom's room and we'll talk about our days while we gua sha our face with some oils. Using a gua sha is great for blood circulation, lymphatic massaging, and reducing inflammation. Plus, it's quality time with my mom. I forgot to mention that I try not to look at my phone or any screens after 8pm because not only does it delay the time we fall asleep because we just can't get enough of it, but our body's circadian rhythm gets confused. And by 9.30, I'm in bed usually and I'm ready to read my book for a bit before I go to sleep. Reading before bed gives you a peaceful sort of entertainment without constant stimulation from social media or screens. Circadian rhythm is our body's internal clock that regulates many internal functions, for example, sleep, metabolism, hormone secretion, digestion, immunity, cognition, and neurobehavior, all of which are crucial for not only the functioning of our bodies, but also for our own survival. If this internal clock is disrupted by things like screens, late night snacks, etc., our body's functioning is unbalanced and it can cause issues in many parts of your life. The way that it works is that our brain receives signals based on the environment and activities the production and activates the production of certain hormones, changing our body temperature and regulates your metabolism to keep you awake and alert or to make you sleepy and ready for bed. Maintaining healthy routines in your daily life makes you respond better to the natural rhythm of your body's internal clock. Things like salt lamps, lymph massages, and facial release are great examples of things that you can do and add to your self-care routine, and they're extremely beneficial for your bodies as well. Salt lamps are what's called natural ionizers. This means that they change the electrical charge of the air that circulates around them. Ions carry a charge, and this is because they have an unbalanced number of protons and electrons. When a change occurs in the atmosphere by things like waterfalls, storms, heat, and salt lamps, etc., ions are produced in the air, and they secrete different energies. Salt lamps produce ions because they attract water to themselves that evaporates off of them, producing ions. Salt lamps improve air quality, they can boost your mood, they help you sleep, and create a nice ambiance in your space. Lymphatic drainage and massages are great for draining waste and toxins from the body. The lymph system is very interesting. Our body has vessel systems that carry our blood to and from the tissue. And our body has the lymph system, which is equally as important because it is a system of vessels that removes cell waste, protein, excess fluid, viruses, and bacteria. It's kind of like a filtration system that picks up fluids and waste from in between our cells and filters and cleans them out. Just like a water filter, our lymph system can start to build up in toxins it's filtering out and can cause all sorts of issues like swelling, sluggishness, infections, and more. The vessels of our lymphatic system are all throughout our body, but about 70% are just below our skin. This means that by massages with light pressure, circular motions, uh, we can stimulate our lymph system to work better and move filtered lymph fluids back to our heart. These massages are great for things like acne, post-exercise recovery, cellulite, and eczema, which are, which are all different things the lymph system can be responsible for. Many toxins can build up in lymph fluid and massages can be done to release these toxins. Similarly, massages and stretches can be done for fascia release. Fascia is what gives our body structural, 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 
I don't know why I can't say that word, structural support and it protects our muscles. This fascia is usually able to move easily except for when certain trauma or injuries occur. And your fascia can lose its flexibility. This makes it tight and rigid and it can't lead, and it can lead to pain and make it hard to move around. Facial release can reduce the soreness in the muscles after exercise and it can be used as a tool to recover faster. So you won't feel as sore after working out or doing lots of physical movement. So take some time to turn on a salt lamp and do lymphatic drainage and facial release. You may feel selfish when you take this time for yourself, whether that's in the evening or in the morning, or like, you've, or like you're being high maintenance, but it is so important for our body's healings that we create this time and space in our schedules and give ourselves permission to do these things. And care for yourself with intention as it puts you in the mindset of healing and it's not extra or bougie. Having a mindset of positivity and wellness plays a very significant role in our body's ability to heal. These routines are something you can look forward to as your time and space and design it how you would like to honor your individual person. Also, routines for self-care are a great independence practice to have, especially if you feel like you are constantly under someone's watchful eye, whether that's your family or whoever you live with. So, create this block of time in your day in your day to prioritize yourself and your health as you learn more about who you are and what it is important for you. It isn't by chance that we get the greatest ideas when we were when we are showering because it's a time when we are forced to be with our own selves and our own mind without any distractions. Creating space in your brain and in your life while implementing self-care routines flows positively into other areas of your life and it opens door opens the door for creativity and self-discovery. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode. I'm trying to put more like beneficial information into the episode, more things that will actually educate and teach you guys. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that you um, implement different things into your self-care routine and do make lists and things that will help decrease your anxiety. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.